So guys, how's that sound? Sound pretty scary? Well, listen to this. Great, 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 I know. Oh, orca boy in the background there trying to disturb me and throw me off balance. Won't work today. I'm in a particularly good mood. Um, just dancing off there. Well, what can I say? This is the conclusion to the whole Star Wars uh, analysis that we've been doing for the last few episodes. And this next, next one's gonna be very long. I don't know what the heck was going on. Uh, orca boys. Now humming the, the theme song here, squeaking it away. Anyway, again, lots of warnings. Probably really pretty, you know, rambly as they always are. And, you know, again, possibly some, some things which just blurt out, which might be offensive. So, you know the rules. And, hey, if I mention you and somehow indirectly and you can actually sponsor this episode and make us some money, I'd really appreciate it. So, so think about that. All right. Anyway, on with the show. See ya. And we're back. We're back again with just this fun road trip with all talking about uh, Star Wars here and podcasting. And, you know, I hope that really that you're enjoying this in, a, in, in its way. And But though it does lead you down the path I want you to go on, which is not the path to the dark side. I really don't want you. I want you to be on the dim side. Dim. D-I-M side. Not dark side. Okay. Dark side's for me. Right. Dark side is for me. Because in the darkness, you know, you kind of come up with some, like, pretty clever thoughts. If you went all the way to the dark side, you'd have lots of clever thoughts, and then we'd be in competition. But if you're in the dim side, right, I don't want you to be ignorant or incompetent, or I just want you to give up. Really? I mean, look at the world. It's terrible. It, it, it's awful, right? Why are you still trying? What's the point? Really, seriously. Just give up. Listen to me. It's easy, right? Okay, just think about Star Wars. Think about Star Wars. And, uh... And, uh, yeah, just surrender. But, all right, we're going ahead and we're talking about snake creature. And, as I've said before, the best, the best of the Star Wars movies, everyone knows the best Star Wars movie was episode five, Empire Strikes Back. And it had lots of new features and fun features, Yeti, and it had its own snake creature. Now, how does this snake creature differentiate itself from the other snake creature? Uh... It's a small snake creature. Uh, okay, so it's... A, what? Is it like... How... Alright. So, now I've got in my head something which is like regular snake size. Uh, no. It's a large snake creature. Large what? Like python? Uh, bigger than python. Boa constrictor? Uh, I mean... You know, it's a, it's a big snake creature, you know? it's. A, yeah, okay, but I need like dimensions here. Can't be compared to Earth snake creature. All right, give me something to work with here. Like, is it a mile long, a hundred feet long? Is it like what's its diameter? Is it like a tree size? What? Ah, uh, yeah, tree size snake creature. Can it swallow someone whole? Yeah, it definitely could do that. Does it have sharp, pointy teeth? Uh, as far as I remember, uh, it's been two years. So, I mean, well, no, it's not. Wow, it's only been six months since I seen this movie. 
six months and it fades so fast. So in this movie we have, I guess, you know, the, the snake creature, the snake creature in episode five was tremendously large. In fact, the whole Millennium Falcon easily fit within the snake creature. So this is a disappointing in scale snake creature. And so uh, the way they come across the snake creature, right, is... Uh... <laughs> I, I just total, totally don't understand snake creature at all. Uh, why? I mean, come on. Uh, it's space. Dune. Think Dune. Big old worms. Huge worms that ate people whole easily. Could, could eat, you know, buses easily. Could tunnel through sand just like in Tremors. Yes. You know. Tremors. Great movie. Tremors was a tremendous movie. I, I, I love that movie. I shook me to the core. The guy from Family Ties. You, know, you never saw Family Ties, but the guy from Family Ties is in it. Mm, yeah, and Kevin Bacon. Not, Kevin Bacon was not in Family Ties. Oh, really? No! <laughs> Wait, not in Family Ties and Tremors. Oh, yeah, Kevin Bacon was in Tremors, as was Reba McIntyre. And Reba McIntyre is tremendous. What was that movie we just saw Reba McIntyre in? Well, I know one movie. She was actually in um, that movie with uh, the guy. Uh, what was it? Uh, one where he's a stunt man. I mean, a pretend stunt man. What was that? Hot Rod. Hot Rod. Yeah, we saw Hot Rod. She was in Hot Rod. She was funny, funny in Hot Rod. But she was just in another movie not that long ago. And uh, Reba McIntyre, great actress. Really, I really like her as an actress. Too bad they didn't find a role for her in Star Wars. Yeah, too bad. Yeah. But yeah. They, they could have done what they did to Ewan McGregor there. So. That's right. It could have ended her career. Thank goodness. But, yeah. And then she would have just been in that, uh, some, like, maybe made it, like, as a cast member of Harry Potter. Yeah. All right. So what the heck? Okay. Snake creature. So what I'm picturing in my head is kind of a fairly large snake, but not, not like, all that interesting as a space snake. I mean, there's been bigger and more interesting space snakes. Why is this snake at all important? Well, uh, this is where we learn something new about the Force, right? Uh, is this like a snake, uh, a snake that's like, um, like Yoda? A Yoda snake? Yeah. Uh, no, this is not a Yoda snake. Wait. Sorry. Oh, say that again. Not a Yoda snake. Not, um, not a Yoda snake. Very unthinking snake. Probably does not have language or conceptual thought. But we're going to learn about the Force from a thoughtless not very large space snake. Yes, but you can tell this snake emotes, has emotion. Emotional snake. It's an emotional snake. Oh my gosh. I, yeah, if you can make fun of things this easily, it's just uh, fucking, okay. Emotional space snake. Yes, the emotional space, space snake was wounded by this Sith bounty hunter. Oh my gosh, are you telling me? That a Sith bounty hunter. Now, no, all right, think <laughs> Boba Fett meets, uh, what's the, Darth Maul, okay? Darth Maul, Jango Fett kind of come together, or Boba Fett, come together into one human being. And they're going to go up against a kind of somewhat large-ish, but not particularly large, space snake. And who's going to win that struggle? Oh, definitely the space snake. Why on earth? What power does this stupid space snake have? Well, the space snake seems to be made of rocks. Oh, I haven't seen this before. 
Yeah, but uh, it still can be injured, you know, such that it's bleeding, you know. It's a bleeding rock space snake. Yes, bleeding heart space snake. No, bleeding heart, no. No? Bleeding rock. Oh, well, yes. Bleeding rock space snake. That is emotional. (laughs) It's an emotionally... It's emotionally needy (laughs) bleeding rock space snake that can defeat Sith bounty hunters. Uh, uh, there were never supposed to be more than two Siths. I, uh, Smith, oh, there's, time there's like a Master Smith and there's like always an Apprentice Smith. You know, there's always comes in two, except for the occasions when it comes in threes. You know, for example, there was Count Dooku and then there was like, oh, maybe I had to get rid of Count Dooku first. But remember, okay, what was that like crazy robot guy? What was that guy's name? General Grievous. Yeah, he wasn't a Darth. Yeah. It wasn't a dart, so maybe he wasn't a Sith. Uh, uh, all right. But Rules. There was, uh, there was that one girl that is, like, in the Clone Wars, the one that's, like, uh, Samurai Jack. Samurai Jack Star now, Wars. Now, Samurai Jack was good. Didn't you think so? I haven't watched it, but I think the animators did a Star Wars, the Clone Wars, with, uh, what's the name of that one place? Uh, Cartoon Network. Yeah, yeah, we, and we watched those. I mean, I think that they were... You know, actually, they weren't that bad. I mean, it was really, it was, they were better than the movies. They were better than the real-life movies. And you think about it, who was in that? Christopher Lee. Christopher Lee, a great actor, had to play Count Dooku. You know, what's with the stupid names? I don't really know. You gotta find a way around the, the two-person Sith apprentice thing, I guess. Uh, there's Darth, and then, like, Sidious isn't like, oh, like, oh, we couldn't figure that one out. Insidious, and that was, like, a name of a movie. And, you know, I... Oh, it's so frustrating. Darth Sidious. Didn't Christopher Lee play as a vampire in some sort of, you know... Well, Christopher Lee was a great actor. I I think, you know, he was in a lot of horror movies. Some very old horror movies and some, you know, newer horror movies. Uh, Isn't he a vampire and aren't vampires counts? Yeah. So maybe that's why they decided to go with Count Dooku. I don't think all vampires are counts. Okay. Yeah. I, I think, uh, was it, uh, you know, Vlad the Impaler? I'm not actually sure he was a count. He was a prince. Maybe I'm thinking that from Sesame Street. You know, count. The vampire oh, that counts. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Sesame Street. He was a vampire and he was a count. That's right. There's two at least. Yeah. Maybe George Lucas was thinking of Sesame Street. There are a lot of... It wasn't Henson involved in both Sesame Street and also Star Wars. Is that the puppet guy? Yeah, puppet guy. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of good stuff here. Anyway, you know, I don't think we got very far. Um, but I think you get the point. Uh, you know. Uh, anyway, this this has been fun. Septuplot B. You know, I think uh, I don't even know that there's any point really going any more deep. I think it's just that little scratch of the surface there where we talked about emotional spa- rock space snakes. Oh, but we didn't learn about how, uh, how it teaches us about the force. I don't really care. Oh. All right. What does it care? What does it matter? Really, honestly, what do I expect to learn about the Force now at this point that I didn't know before? Well, now the Force can heal people. Well, like that's a big surprise. Well, including rock space snakes that are bleeding and emotional. Well, did it heal it physically or emotionally? Well, Ray, like, gave... Um gave her life to the space snake using the force right 
Not all of her life, just part of her life. She basically, uh, what is that called in the video game? Gave her one of, gave gave the snake one of her stocks. Yeah, her hearts. Yeah. Yeah, Share I gave stock. shared a stock. Yeah. So Ray shares a stock with an emotional rock space snake, and uh, and then we learn from the Force that it can also, among the many crazy things it can do, uh, is is this space snake must have been has been chock full of midichlorians. Oh yeah, most definitely. I mean, Did they mention the word midichlorian in this? Oh, certainly not. Why? Hmm. You know why? Because midichlorians was an obviously stupid idea. Where it demystified, overly demystified, but yet didn't make any sense. How can anyone... Oh, my gosh. I mean, come on. Oh, I got a midichlorian detector. You know, it's like, oh. Oh, beep, beep. beep. You know, that's my sound of a midichlorian detector going off when you wave it next to a rock space snake. Uh, All right. At this point, I got to say, I'm triggered. Very triggered. I'm going to start making fun of the movie too much and everyone's gonna hate me and I don't want you to hate me I just I want you really to respect me respect respect fear and basically when I come into the room really just kind of like want to sigh and give up and lie down and crawl up in a bed and weep so if you're not doing that now after how many maybe almost an hour of uh, Rise of Skywalker we'll never actually find out why it's called Rise of Skywalker because is there just let's get back to the beginning and then we'll wrap it up here. Uh, was there actually a reason to call it Rise of Skywalker? Did it make any sense at all? Well, you see, I have an issue with that. Because there, as far as I could tell, there were no Skywalkers to rise in this movie. You know, there was a big question about who's Ray's parents, you know. Well, we already learned from the last episode they were nobodies. Oh, but we didn't. So they just decided to make up something again. They were, they were the... Uh, I don't know, her daughter or something. Anyway, her They were Uncle Owen. No, her mom. You know, what the heck? Wasn't Owen, like, also a Skywalker? Well, well, let me get, let me get there. Okay, so... (laughs) So Uncle Owen comes back to life. Palpatine had children, right? Oh, my gosh. No, 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 no. Palpatine's children had, well, I don't know, or child, one of his child... It wasn't clear, but this is oh. Palpatine is the grandfather of Ray, essentially. Okay. All right. Oh wait, hold on. Spoiler alert. <laughs> you, know, you know how spoiler alerts work, right? You have to make sure that after you reveal something really critical, you say spoiler alert to let people know that they just were spoiled. So yeah. So you know, Ray is not a Skywalker, right? Ray is a Palpatine, right? Clearly, you know. Uh, you know what I think? I think they so, just thought, hey, what should we call this next project we're working on? Rise of Skywalker. Okay, let's start writing it. That's what I think would happen. And then there's this one part where, like, Kylo Ren falls down this giant vat, kind of like Palpatine did in, like, the sixth movie. Well, Kylo Ren has Skywalker blood. Yeah, but his, you know, his dad is Han Solo, so he's like... Yeah, but his mom isn't that Princess Leia. Yeah, but like... And Princess Leia's dad is Anakin Skywalker. But if we're talking about like last name, you know, sort of naming it's like, conventions... It's like the Battle of the of the, of the the Grandkids, or like Cousin Wars or something. So, 
So he falls down this huge, like, tunnel thing. Oh, you know? does he get his arm cut off first and then fall down a cliff or get cut in half or lose his head? Uh, no, but he gets stabbed by Ray a couple, uh, uh, you know, a couple hours beforehand. Stabbed? Yeah, and then Ray is like, I'm gonna heal you. And then, like, uh, Kylo Ren's like, I'm gonna become good now. And then he goes, uh, Why? Both go to the Palpatine planet. Not at the same time, but separately, you know. They, like, both went stag to the prom and then got together there. Ugh. And then... <laughs> and then when they got there, uh, they were, like, fighting Palpatine together. And Palpatine hurls him over the cliff. He falls over he falls, a cliff. falls over a cliff. Oh, good. And this cliff is just happens to be a hole in the ground. You never see this. You never see people falling off cliffs or into deep holes in Star Wars. Yeah. And then, uh, somehow he gets out of it. I can't exactly remember. I think he climbs, uh, or something. And then when he comes back, he, like, fights Palpatine. And then Ray like, kills Palpatine or something. Anyway, Spoiler alert. It's very difficult to, like, it's very difficult to talk about this part of the movie just because things are going so fast and like people are getting hurled left and right anyone losing limbs or heads or legs or or i guess a leg is a limb well i mean i guess anybody cut in half by a uh, lightsaber it seems like palpatine loses everything oh so they kind of like uh well he was already decomposed corpse yeah i mean like what's there to lose I guess the giant robot arm, which is moving him around. <laughs> giant robot arm. Oh, we didn't talk about that. I wish we had spent so much time on giant robot arm. But, you know, you got to concentrate on, you know, just certain elements because you told me a couple things. That it's just let's, let's just quickly touch on in this very, very, very long episode. Um, you know, I, I hope you're enjoying this. I hope you're on a road trip, too, because, you know, I, I think this has been a good one. I'm sorry for the couple times that I kind of lost control there and maybe mocked things a little bit too harshly and bitterly but because again i'm not dr bitter i'm dr despair you know um so uh you know but there's a couple things you know again gravity does not work in space in uh, the galaxy far away so we have to suspend our belief there you know that basically that if you were uh say on that death star which seemed to have been blown into little tiny atoms that somehow that that death star when you blow it up will fall straight down towards a planet as if that's the way gravity works. Does gravity work like that? Nope. Not in our galaxy. That's right. That's right. Presumably in the same universe. Presumably we are in the same universe. And, and presumably, you know, but but who knows, you know, because, uh, I don't know. There's no re-entry problems. They don't use any sort of thermal protection systems. They do have force fields and stuff like that and tractor beams and things and all sorts of crazy stuff, which maybe... Uh, eliminate some of those problems but you know uh but i'm pretty sure once you've blown up the death star and it's little smithereens you know and it looks like that and there's not anything left but like space dust the chances of like a significant porch sticking together and falling down mostly intact onto the planet is low and wasn't that a moon of endor or something like that uh yeah that's right I don't know if Endor is a moon, or I can't remember all these things, but... And that's where the Ewoks were, I'm fairly certain. Yeah, and you just said we don't even see an Ewok in this one. Yeah, there are no, no Ewoks on the planet. Uh, you know, and 
you'd think if the Death Star immediately came crashing down on the Ewoks, uh, their party... You think you would have known about it because it would have disrupted that party they had at the end of Episode 6. Yeah, exactly. But there was no mention of that. Uh, well, yeah. And no, you know, and we know how they got Darth Vader's body off of it because, like, Luke dragged his huge corpse around all the way into, you know, but it, we really, actually, you know what, Luke could have just taken most of the armor, thrown it away, dragged that little tiny stump of a body left, you know, dragged that, threw that onto one of the escape pods and come back down to the Endor. Yeah. No evidence that that happened for Palpatine, though, right? Nope. No evidence. Because what I saw was Palpatine falling down a big shaft and, like, in blue lightning. Presumably shocking himself to death. Presumably shocking himself to death, yes. But, you know what? Who knows? Palpatine's probably still alive, right? Yeah. He'll show up again in episode 10. Hopefully not. No, I think, you know, why not? Why not bring him back for episode 10? Why not bring him back for episode negative 3? Well, I mean, like, I guess Palpatine is the arc villain, right? But he must be, like, operating from the Force... He is the Force. What if Palpatine is the Force? Yeah, we'll never know, because did this actually resolve anything? Uh, well, Kylo Ren, uh, you know, okay, so Rey almost dies, right, as a result, right? Spoiler alert. Palpatine, and, like, Kylo Ren is like, I am going to Force heal you and give you all of my life. And so he gives her all of his life you know. gives a shares a bunch of stocks yeah shares all of his stocks shares all of his and stocks but it has one miraculous stock left and then they kiss so yeah all right well if it wasn't for the rock space snake i guess they never would have figured that one out did they, would they nope nope they wouldn't have kissed yeah but if only you know he, you know anakin could have saved padme if he knew how to do that right you know yeah. I guess that is true. They did solve that thing. But I thought we were just assuming Palpatine was lying to him about bringing people back to life. Well, but did they actually bring somebody dead back to life? Well, yeah, I mean, I guess she wasn't all dead, as they said in the Prince Just of mostly dead. Yes. Just no, part dead. Yeah. Miracle Max here. <laughs> you know, that was a good movie. And I think everyone loves The Princess Bride. And if you look at, like, well-made movies, that was one of them. Galaxy Quest, another well-made movie. Remo Williams, a well-made movie. Um, so many really well-made movies that didn't make nearly as much money and didn't cause nearly so much excitement as Star Wars. And there you have it. There you have it. Star Wars is the Julia Roberts of movies. And thank you very much. We're going to close it off. It was delightful to talk to you, Septuplot B. Oh, thanks. And we'll have to do this again with some other movie, but nothing will quite do it the same way as Star Wars. Indeed. Indeed. Um, you know another good movie? Um, is that a rhetorical question? Sort of. Uh, then yes. Right. Okay, good. All right, then that's it. So we'll talk to you later. Um, look forward to future episodes, and we're going to cut this about 48 hours short. Thanks very much, and enjoy the rest of your day. And uh, remember... Remember, if you ever, ever want to make sense of the universe, don't or do look for the Star Wars movies. Bye.
Well, that's it really from uh, Dr. Despair's Evil Lair here. Wrapped up the whole Star Wars thing. Kind of in a nice, neat little bow there. Seldom have I ever felt like I've completed a project more successfully than, than this one. With, uh, with uh, all the help and special thanks to Minion Numbers at Pupilot B. Anyway, the Dr. Despair podcast is written, produced, no it's not. It's written in stars, Dr. Despair, me, and also uh, various minions who come in wandering around, but you don't really have to count them because they don't really worth much, except for Minion Septuplot 1, who is precious to Dr. Despair. Um, anyway, uh, any word from you, the producer? Um, your mouth is full. I got anything? No, nothing to add. Nothing to add except for a full mouth. Anything from you, Orca Boy? Yeah. All right, and that's enough. So, again, thank you for listening, and if you want to sponsor the podcast, uh, we'd be happy to put your uh, little ad in here. And just think about all the wonderful people, minions, who will do anything I say, including buy your product. Thanks. Bye. See you next time.